This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder, thinking how the world can be Lend my voice to those who can't It's time we try, it's time we care, it's time we stand It starts with a voice Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 460. My name is Daniel, and I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Tribal International Global Mission to Special Olympics. Uh, this is uh, specialchronicles.com for links to follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And be sure to also subscribe or follow and wait and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, the iHeart Radio. Uh, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. In addition to listen to this audio podcast, uh, we hope that you also subscribe to our channel on YouTube uh, to watch the video version of, of this episode. As this week, this um, December 27th, this, we uh, wrap up the end of the year. Uh, so in a few days, we'll be ringing in the new year, 2022. Um, so this week, we bring you our annual UN retrospective episode. I uh, clipped together some of my favorite podcast moments from 2021. Now, that's what I call Special Chronicles Volume 2. Our EON 2021 Best of Episode begins right now on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Please put your hands together as we uh, welcome back virtually to the Special Chronicles podcast, uh, my friend Tim <laughs> Scheibel. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. That's uh, very generous to, for you to have me back. A returning guest, yeah. I think, is a distinction not many people have. You know, yeah. So I'm very proud that you welcomed me back to this really extraordinary. I mean, I just want to note right at the beginning, what a revolutionary you are. I mean, the whole world is catching up to where you were over 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now everybody's talking podcasts. You were doing this more than a decade ago yeah. and giving voice to a very important sector of society, to a very important uh, message uh, for our culture, for everyone in our culture. And goodness, you are well ahead of your time. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I kind of, even after 12 years later, I even fumbled through the intro. The, the, the oh, intro. you didn't fumble at all. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Because now adding live stream into to this audio podcast is still, the whole live stream is, is kind of new to me. But um, yeah, yeah, not not that many of our guests get to retone. And uh, it, it, it was a lot you of- You really got it. You got, got to know the producer. You got to have to be able to work the work the tricks yeah, and uh, yeah. get back on. I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful that uh, I, I was tricky enough to, nope. to convince you to let me come back. Yeah, and and to know our producer Dalian as well. Um, so and it was a lot of fun to be uh, uh, in person. Um, uh, at, uh, in, in Chicago, the first time you were on, and then, but t- since then, we both have plunged in DC. We've been to uh, the um, awesome World Games in, in Abu Dhabi. And so, for any new listeners, why don't you? We, in, I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably um, remember you from the first time you were on. But for any new listeners, I don't think so. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's definitely been a while. So, um, we introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us uh, in that we introduction. Uh, since since the last time you were on, you founded the Unite. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be on this time, uh, Daniel, talking about uh, the work of Unite. And in some ways, it's a nice uh, connection to our earlier conversation, because when we were talking in, 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 in Chicago, we talked about the inclusion revolution. We talked about the athletes of Special Olympics whose voices are essential to leading uh, the teaching of the social and cultural embodiment of inclusion. 
And we kicked off this idea of an inclusion revolution. And the word revolution is important here, right? Because the world is not inclusive right now. Even people that talk about inclusion aren't necessarily inclusive. And we've all got work to do. We've seen that over the last year. So uh, starting uh, uh, two years ago, I I thought to myself, how can I help bring that voice, the voice that you have, the voice that so many Special Olympics athletes have that have – embodied and taught the lessons of inclusion, taught empathy, taught healing, taught relationship building, taught us how to connect and overcome our fear of difference. It was all those lessons I learned from the athletes of Special Olympics that led me to found Unite, which is an effort to bring the rest of the world into that same vision. It's a collaborative, a collective of people determined to try to bring, if I could put it so boldly, love into action to change our country and to heal some of the wounds, both historic and current, that keep us separated from the best in ourselves and from the best in others. Awesome. Well, uh, and and, uh, a year ago, if you could take us back to a year ago when the global pandemic and COVID-19 got started, the 24 live stream event. Can you show us? Well, you know what happened, it was kind of interesting. Sometimes things hit you, right? Yeah. And uh, a year ago when the pandemic hit, I was sitting here in my house and talking to some of my colleagues and they were like, this is the moment to teach the lesson that we need each other. This is the moment to remind everybody to bring out the best in themselves so that they can help others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought to myself, well, yeah, it's the moment, but goodness gracious, the whole world's shutting down and what can we do? Um, and we brainstormed and brainstormed. So I started making calls. Would you, uh, I called, you know, famous people and not famous people. Would you be willing to share your voice about why this is the moment to unite? And everybody said, Yes. And before you know it, you know, I called a friend of mine who was a producer and he said, sure, we can put on a show. Uh, And one of my colleagues, Misha Robinson, said, well, let's make it a 24 hour. I was like, 24 hours. Are you kidding me? (laughs) This is crazy. But everyone said yes. And so that created the Unite, the Call to Unite live stream. You can see it all, all 25 hours if you want at Unite.us. And that led to our book that comes out this week, um, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening, which is kind of like a handbook. I think of it as a handbook for anybody who's looking for inspiration, who's looking for rest, who's looking for a path forward, who's kind of frustrated, maybe disappointed, maybe even scared about the future. This is the handbook of all these voices who want to join you, who want to remind each of us that we're not alone, that the best in us is also the best in the rest of us. And if we just let it out, if we just take a chance on each other, uh, there's wonderful things we can do to heal our wounds and make a more just and joyful future. So this book is a year in the making, which is kind of, in a way, it's short for a yeah. book. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes books take five, ten yeah. years, but I wrote a book, took me about ten years to write it. <laughs> but this one came quickly, and I think it's because so many people want and need to have their their confidence and their hope in each other renewed. And this is a book of countless voices all saying one thing to the reader. We've got this. We can do this. You're capable. You have gifts. Bring them out. I will help you welcome them. Awesome. Well, uh, t- Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly, candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give.
chief of uh, sport and uh, competition. Welcome to the Special Chronicles show, Lou. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be on. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. I really, really appreciate the opportunity. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome to uh, to, to have you on and 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 then just to let our listeners in on um, that we first uh, got connected at when we were at the Abu Dhabi World Games. I believe two. two I can't believe it was two years ago. At the, we we were at the Berlin reception, which I don't know if it, and it, that was where you met um, my. SSIGM colleague Ian and I, where we walked up to you, you and another of your colleagues were at the waterfront. Yeah, so that was that was fantastic. I, I tell you, I'm a shy guy by nature, and you guys were fantastic. Like you guys were like 50 feet away, all standing off by the water, and you guys just came up and it was like, "Hi, I'm Ian. I'm Dan. We're Sergeant Striver International Global Messengers." Blah blah, and we just started talking, and I, and I thought that was so cool. I would have never had the courage to do that. I'm like the second guy. Like if somebody starts a conversation, I'm in, but I'm never the first guy. I'm super, super shy. So I just, that was very, very memorable for me that you guys walked all the way across the grass field. There was nobody there. And you walked up to the two of us and just, uh, and we just hit it off. So yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, this is mostly about your story, but I'll briefly share. You you said that you're pretty shy and, and, Long before I've and I, I've been uh, participating as, as an athlete and, and now as, as a, a Southern Survival International Global Messenger um, for quite a while now for a lot of years. But long before I participated in Special Olympics, I uh, growing up in my early years in, in school and I say before um, when I had a lot more hail back back then. I I also was shy, and so it's amazing. The and it probably goes to the just how Special Olympics has transformed like so many athletes, like like myself and the over six million athletes we have across the globe. It like so many of us like going from somebody who was shy, somebody who really, as I say, communication is my biggest struggle, but it's also my biggest passion. Really taken some you know, a big struggle and, and witty and, and so yeah so I, I can relate a little bit to your story back then yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic uh, and being be, be, before we let you in, 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 introduce yourself to our listeners I want to kind of briefly comment on, on that scene that I, I don't know about you but I still remember that scene of, of Ian and me Walking up to you and and, and, and by the waterfront uh, I don't know if that was the Persian Gulf or exactly what waterfront it was. Yeah, I can't recall the body of water, but I, I got to say the other thing too, it's always helpful to have somebody like Ian seems like a super outgoing guy too. So you guys had a lot of confidence. Ian's great. He's not shy. So to have somebody with you, I've always liked that. Like then I'm, I'm probably going to be less shy if I've got somebody with me and, yeah. and you're like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no total respect for, uh, thank, for thank you. Introducing yourselves. And it was yeah. Great to yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, at the time when we met, when we first met, I don't like none of us knew that COVID would be um, that in this global pandemic would be coming a year after we were all together in, in Abu Dhabi, and the fact that so our tone, our SSIGM tone was supposed to end at the end of 2022, and so it was a, a night. Like at the time, there was it was either beach volleyball or Ian and I, and along with our mentors, we went to the Berlin reception. And I think at the time, I don't know type format, but uh, kind of I guess maybe expand a, a little bit more and, and tell us a little bit more about your career history leading up to uh, sure. Special yeah. Olympics. Happy to, Dan. So I've been fortunate. I've never been somebody who's planned out something and thought that, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. I've just been sort of very fortunate where I've had opportunities. So I wound up by no great strategic thought or anything where I'm pretty well-rounded. So I worked in competition management. 
I know sport pretty well. I'm, I'm what do you say? I'm, what do you say? I'm a generalist. So I know sport well. I know venue operations and venue management pretty well. I know a bit about marketing and, and some of that stuff, a bit about strategic planning and everything. So I've got a, a generalist background where, uh, and, you know, I, I find that that's helpful, in, in, especially in this role, that it's helpful when you go to work with an organizing committee. We've got a, I've got a, I'm so fortunate. We've got a great team. When I first took over on the competition side, that team was fantastic. And then on the sports side and bringing it all together. So I've got people that know their stuff and that are experts. So I don't need to know everything. And once you get comfortable in the fact that you don't need to know everything, you just have good people and you just have to empower those people. You're going to do great. So I just get the obstacles out of the way, help empower them. And I know enough to be conversational in a lot of the stuff. But when it gets into a real deep conversation about, you know, accommodation contracts or transport or IT or finance, I know that I've got people that I can go to and, and that they're good and they, that's what they know. So, um, yeah, just a, a very fortunate, you know, generalist. And, um, you know, as far as the movements are concerned, the Olympic movement obviously is, is done a lot of great work globally. The IOC, they put a lot of money into sport, into the development of sport. They do a lot of work with refugees and women in sport. So the IOC is a fantastic movement. The Olympic movement's contributed a lot to society. The Paralympic movement is a newer movement, not unlike Special Olympics. Yeah. The movement started after the Second World War. Um, there's a great documentary called Rising Phoenix on Netflix that gives you a bit of the history of the Paralympic movement. Definitely worth watching. So the, my time at the IPC and the Paralympic movement was always going to be really sort of close to my heart and, and the rise of the Paralympic movement and the Paralympic Games will be in L.A. in 2028. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comrade. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comrade powers the lives of us, they are literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. Uh, welcome back. It's so good to be back behind the mic for another week, another episode uh, as we kick off two and a half months of new episodes of our Comrade Energy series here on the Special Chronicles program on specialchronicles.com slash energy force is where you can go uh, to you know, find the show notes to find uh, all the previous episodes and videos and and uh, much more on the our podcast page for this series and I want to briefly mention at the top of the episode that on this series is Vice President of Exelon Corporate Relations and President of the Exelon Foundation, Paula Conrad. Uh, uh, please put your hands together as our virtual podcast listener friends uh, who are listening in their earbuds or on those speakers. Put your virtual hands together as we welcome Paula to the Special Chronicles show. Awesome. So just imagine, I know we're pre-recording this and we're doing this virtual. Imagine that we, we have a virtual audience listening with their headphones or their earbuds or their speakers if they're driving or around their house. And just imagine them applauding as you come on the show. I will. I promise. Uh, I feel, I, hopefully I'm not, I don't have any lights on. I'm, I'm just... Uh, the natural light in from my window, so I, I know it's sometimes with video. I maybe I feel like I should turn the light on, but um, That's beautiful. yeah. So with that, as I this is a uh, pineapple bubbly sparkling water from the Comed Energy Force training we had in t- 2021 January 2021. So as, as I open this for the first time, I know I, I'm waiting three months to open it, but. <laughs> For the celebration today, it's worth yeah, bubbly, bubbly. I feel like yeah, for the to to kick off this uh, this two and a half month series as we really kick off and celebrate the tenth anniversary of the Comet Energy Force program. But before we get into all of that, and I forgot I forgot exactly when we first met, but tell us 
uh, or first introduce yourself to our listeners and your connection to our disability community and your role at the Comrade Energy Force program. I believe you're, you're one of the co-founders, but that and, and your role at the Exelon Comrade Company. So I'm Paula Conrad. I work at Exelon, which is the parent company of ComEd here in Chicago and Northern Illinois. And you're right, I was involved in the start of ComEd Energy Force, which for those who don't know, um, the country's first ever energy uh, education program taught by people with disabilities. So um, when you introduced me at the beginning, there was a picture of me um, and it's with my niece, Nina, and my nephew, Patrick. And they both live in Glenview and they have, there they are, they have Down syndrome. That was actually, that picture was taken when 18 of us and my family went to Ireland for a big family trip. I thought... Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was in Dublin. I was just in Dublin a couple of years ago, so I, I recognize that it, that it was, it was in Dublin. Yeah, that beautiful castle in the background. We had a ton of fun. Um, big group of us. Uh, but when you know Patrick and, and Nina were born, um, my family we we rallied and really became involved. Uh, you know, to support people with developmental disabilities. So since they've been in my life. That's been a part of my life, that purpose and mission. Um, I met somebody at ComEd. Her name's Michelle Potasic. Her son, Vince, has Down syndrome. And, you know, we just started getting to know each other. She works on ComEd's marketing side. And we started talking about all that ComEd does to educate people about energy efficiency. And, you know, this would have been about 11 years ago. We were doing a lot in terms of educating school groups, senior citizens, people from underserved communities. But Michelle and I started talking about, hey, we don't do that for people with developmental disabilities, and many of them control their own energy usage. So she and I just got together, started this program, thinking um, let's have people with developmental disabilities teach their peers with disabilities. Um, And that was the, the first year. We had eight people in the program And we saw all that they were capable of. And right afterward, we expanded that to, you know, it shouldn't just be people with disabilities teaching others with disabilities. You know, really with an inclusion mindset and being out in the community, they should be teaching the general public. So after that first year, we expanded it to um, this broader education program. And it's just grown leaps and bounds since then. Awesome. Awesome. And um, hopefully nobody noticed. I I spilled some of this on me. But no one noticed. No one noticed. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> the podcast listeners definitely didn't notice because they're listening to us on audio. But anyways, so um, thanks for that in- in- introduction. And and let's go into a little bit more detail and explain to us what the Comrade and Force program is. I know as, and we'll get to it in, in a little bit, little in the midway part of, of this program today, um, but part of the Comrade, uh, Special Chronicles has been part noted with the Comrade Energy Force program for now. This is our fourth year, but explain to us for again, Long-time listeners, at least listeners for the past three, four years now, on, on every episode we play, and a lot of times when you listen to podcasts, you hear um, uh, sponsors, right, on, on, on podcasts. And so as a part of that sponsor break, people hear all the time of what you just said about how the Combat Energy Force program is, in, is the nation's first energy efficiency program taught by people with disabilities. We we say that on every episode, and now we play support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they're literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash Comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash Comrade.
uh, join our supporters and uh, support this podcast, specialchronicles.com slash give. Uh, and specialchronicles.com is where to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast. All the links will be in the description below where I'll be listening to this podcast. And without a further ado, put your uh, virtual hands together as we welcome our guests, Maui and Kathleen Schreiber. Welcome. They, the, the, they started applauding quietly, and then they kind of raised the <laughs> volume. <laughs> Welcome. Um, Thank you so much for having us. Oh, We're I, so excited to be here. Yeah, I know. What it's, a yeah, what it, a yeah, it, it's been a while since, uh, I, I mean, it, it's... So, Molly and I grew up um, with the movement as almost family to us it was another almost another family member was this, the special olympics movement um as you know our grandmother started it uh 51 years ago now um and we grew up playing sports and doing camps um and we call them unified sports um and camps with athletes with and without disabilities and sitting at the dinner table with people with and without disabilities and attending world games and just being incredibly inspired our whole lives by people with and without disabilities working together. Um, so that was the, our, our introduction was probably our birth <laughs> to the movement. Um, it was almost like, like I said, a family member to us. Uh, and Today, Molly and I are both on the Founders Council. Molly's the chair and I'm the vice chair, and we get to work together to continue getting involved in the movement in new ways and to continue my grandma's legacy in new ways. Awesome. Yeah, um, uh, so as Kathleen said, we both grew up um, in Bethesda, Maryland, just 10 minutes from our grandmother's house. Um, It's always, Special Olympics has always been a part of our lives. Um, We both were coaches or assistant coaches for our local unified basketball teams. We spent the summers going to Camp Schreiber in our grandmother's backyard in Potomac. Um, And now we've continued our family tradition of um, Special Olympics through the Special Olympics Founders Council, which Kathleen mentioned. Um, So the Founders Council is essentially a a body of um, the administrative structure of Special Olympics International in which we support different initiatives that Special Olympics International puts forward. Um, our role is to represent the family within the within this Special Olympics movement, um, participate locally and on an international level in various different um, games or community activations. And um, the third part of our role as members is to be educated on what, um, the, what the organization is working on whether it's um, within the policy and advocacy aspect of Special Olympics International or um, health, healthy athletes or sports or young athletes. So um, the Special Olympics Founders Council consists right now of about, I want to say, six of our cousins. Um, I am honored to serve as the chair with Kathleen as my vice chair. Um, we also have Timbo Shriver, who you mentioned has yeah. been on your show. My brother, Tommy Shriver. Our cousin, Christina Schwarzenegger, and our other cousin, Natasha. Um, And so we all have different interests. Um, I love to use this example that Natasha and Christina are very creative. So right now they're working on a special project um, with our marketing department where they're able to use their um, creative talents to support the marketing department. Um, Timbo is uh, at law school at UVA. So um, in the spring, in the past spring, he helped um, with our Capitol Hill Day. So it's a really, it's a really great space for our cousins to come together and work um to support the Special Olympics movement, continue our grandma's legacy onto the next generation, and use our special gifts and talents to contribute to that. Um, and we are we are really happy to be launching this 
new um, Founders Council legacy movement and um, we're so grateful for opportunities to speak about it with, with you. Yeah, awesome. I, I want to touch a little bit about whole legacy and uh, if, if you um, both have a favorite story, I'm sure you guys have a lot of favorite stories, but a favorite story from your from your early days of Special Olympics with your grandmother um, whether it's at Camp Tribal or at a World Games or Sure. Um, so, as as we mentioned, we lived. Um, I live five minutes from my grandma. Um, I went to her house almost every day after school and every Saturday and Sunday to play with my cousins, um, Kathleen's family, and oftentimes our cousins from out of state would come in and visit. And so, um, my. Grandma was my best friend growing up till I was 10 and when she unfortunately passed away. But um, we, I just remember her as such a, a powerful force. Um, always so much fun at her house. Um, she had a, an, an unusually strong um, devotion to the Mother Mary, which um, was really impressive to watch and um, grow and learn from. And um, everyone always jokes about her competitive nature and her um, stern ability to create momentum. And I think that that's something that I was able to witness at a very young age through um, family competitions. And so every time we would get together on the weekends, we'd bring all of our friends to her house and we'd play capture the flag or run around the house and do relay races. And one time my brother Tommy had his friend, um, Bo Hanley over and they were about, I want to say five or six years old, like really young little kids, but a lot of energy. And my grandma had just gotten back from the hospital after breaking a couple of ribs, maybe a hip, maybe an arm. She wasn't in an in-state to be competing against an energetic five-year-old boy. And um, so she had organized a relay race in the house. And um, I think that, you know, Bo made some comment like, oh, I could beat you or whatever. And she's like, okay, game on. And um, we watched my grandma stumble around the first floor of the house, very frail. Like my dad was very nervous and she ended up beating Bo. <laughs> and it was the most hilarious and one of the most memorable um, stories that our family tells about um, her competitive and fun, loving nature to, to take on people of all different, you know, um, abilities, whether it's a five-year-old boy or my dad or whatever. And so, um, I just, I miss her every day. Um, I have a picture of her here in my room that I, I don't know if you can yeah. see. Um, it's always, she's, um, I miss her. I love her. And, um, I'm so happy that I get to, um, continue to honor her even, you know, when she would be turning 100. Awesome. And Kathleen, you, you want to share some of your favorite memories? Sure. Uh, some of my favorite memories are definitely competitive ones as well. Um, my grandma was always inviting athletes of Special Olympics or people on her Special Olympics team over. So, as Molly said, on Saturdays and Sundays, we'd end up in the swimming pool with with people with and without disabilities. Um, and Grandma would teach us breaststroke and freestyle and create competitions for us in the pool and um, invite our friends to make new friends with Special Olympics athletes. Uh, our Aunt Rosemary was at my grandma's often, so we'd have dinner with her and grandma and her would tell stories, um, which is also fun to see because of their incredible friendship and their sisterhood um, that I'm really excited to continue and to look look at when I when I work with my cousins and siblings and all this work was as just a model um, for teamwork, for friendship, for love. Awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. So we're going to continue uh, after a brief 30 second break. 
and and talk about the special Olympic Sponsors Council that um, you both have touched on briefly at the beginning of the episode and about... Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. Our guest this week on the Special Chronicles show is Oscar Muniz, retired executive chairman and previous CEO of United. We were on stage uh, a few months ago at uh, his retirement event at the Hango here in at Hoheo International uh, Airport in Chicago, where I hosted a Q&A session with him. And now he's graciously agreed to come on the podcast for a long a little bit longer um, conversation. Uh, and so please put your virtual hands together uh, and welcome Oscar to, to Special Chronicles. Welcome, Oscar. The crowd goes wild. Hey, Dan. Nice hey, to see you. Hey, nice to see you. I, I know we... Um, uh, uh, just imagine was was sitting um, in front of a live audience uh, <laughs> when when they applaud. Um, but yeah, good to see you. And uh, I, I know the last time we talked was back in May, I think, um, when we were on stage. No, it was a, it was a wonderful event, and you're so kind to have uh, shown up. And uh, you know, it's a, a courageous thing for someone to speak in front of that larger crowd. Yeah. You know, hundreds of thousands on the screen on the webcast as well. But you did an amazing Thanks. job, uh, not only representing obviously the community that you're part of, but importantly the community of the employees yeah. and caring attitude. And it was a very special moment for me and my family. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's let's begin. I'm sure um, some listeners may may know you because you've you've probably been in the news from your time as ceo and then as chairman but for any new listeners why don't you introduce yourself uh to our listeners and your connection to our special olympics move move it's it's weird on, on the screen <laughs> special olympics movement uh and how you folks got involved um in special olympics and your current role at united airlines and what being part of the united family means to you and 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 then what you see as your legacy. Yeah, you know, that's a broad array of questions. And so I think probably the most uh, important part for me to convey to you and your audience is the advent and the evolution and how we, as a United Airlines, came to partner with the Special Olympics movement. And I think that started with a personal conversation with Tim Shriver and uh, a lot of the team at Special Olympics uh, at, uh, at an event that we met and it just it just struck home in so many ways. And as we sort of vetted it inside the company, uh, as all of you know, the special needs uh, sort of community is, is quite large. It affects so many people. And it's sort of quiet in so many ways. And what really struck me specifically is we had an incident on one of our aircraft where somebody on the kind of a, on the spectrum, but not visibly uh, special needs, but clearly had those, uh, is tough for the parents sometimes, so they're traveling, and and the child just wasn't responding to some of the some of the conversation they were having with the flight attendant, and it, and it became frankly not very well, and, and it just drove home the point that we don't adequately train our folks to understand and recognize those needs, 
And at the same time, partnering with Special Olympics was such a great, uh, you know, such a feel-good moment. It, it touches so many people. Uh, but at the same time, the training uh, was very important to our folks. And then importantly, in your perfect representation of that is, okay, let's go, let's go beyond that. It's not just about feel good and, and having good pictures and all that sort of stuff. Can we give people what all of us need more than anything is that dignity that comes with actual employment, actual engagement and, and, and inclusion and everything. And I think, you know, as I think Tim Shriver uh, put it so aptly when we announced this at one of our big leadership meetings, 4,000 people in the room and the Special Olympics people came in and Brie Bogucki, who I know yeah. is one of your friends yeah. and one of my good friends, um, came and spoke. And But, but Tim said something that uh, was always sticks with me, and I use it in my speeches all the time. He said, in a world that's constantly divided, he says, we choose, we Special Olympics choose a world that's united. And so the play on words was just magical. <laughs> it fit well with our nice thing. And, and, and an incredible relationship was born. And I personally have taken, you know, I was there on the first day that you, know, you and several of your cohorts were hired into the company uh, pre-pandemic. Yeah. And it's just one of the most special moments that we, we get to participate in. So it's been wonderful. And awesome. you, you asked at the tail end of your question yeah. about legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I get asked a lot. And I say, I think... A legacy can be many things, right? The, the success of the company, the strategy, the investors are happy, customers are happy. But for me, I think the most important part is that human beings, you know, the hundreds of, when I was there, 100,000 or so folks that worked at our company that were part of my United family. I take that very personally and touching every single one of those in a way that makes them feel more included, more involved, more special, not because they're special needs, but because every single human should be treated that way. And I, I like to see that, that caring attitude and the new spirit at United that's been created in my watch. I, I love the fact that it continues and lingers on and that folks like you get this sort of vehicle to really convey your messages and to show others. And so I can't wait to put this on my, you know, on my uh, social media feeds and just give ample amplification and make sure that you get even more subscribers. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. And uh, in, um, well, final question. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone. Who has a fear of difference. Different. Difference. Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. And with that, as you know, the in, uh, inclusion and inclusion revolution is a big part of Special Olympics, but it's also inclusion and taking inclusion to new heights is a big part of all United Family as well. So I conclude with all the guests, at least for the past couple of years, ever since coming back from the Abu Dhabi World Games, I've been in, I've, I've been um, concluding with this final question. And so I'll do the same with you. And that is, what does inclusion mean to you? Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it over the course of the, of the podcast, but I think um, um, inclusion is what it means to me. Uh, how do I put this? Your feeling of inclusion is what it means to me, meaning I, I want to be able to ask you or have anybody ask you how you feel about participating in my organization or the organization we're part of or whatever we do. Um, we, 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 we put a lot of metrics on this and how many people of this and, uh, are employed or do this. We, we don't always ask the question of the actual individuals constantly. How do you feel about being here with us? Do you feel included? Do you feel wanted? Do you feel valued? Do you feel that? And those are really, really difficult metrics because we're all humans. And one day we feel more wanted than the other, right? We go up and down. But that is, for me, the ultimate goal of anything that you do, whether it's culture or strategy or, you know, operations efficiency uh, and diversity inclusion and ESG and all the different things that are out there today. The real benchmark is how humans, individual humans, answer those questions. Do you feel valued? Do you feel part of something? Because that is the ultimate emotion inside a human being that gets them to engage in new things. And when I hear the things that you do for our customers, 
That comes from your effort, your discretionary effort. You want to do these things because where you work, you feel included. You feel valued, right? And that's the trick in leadership that we often forget. Uh, we said broad strategies about business and all, all that is critically important. But in a business like ours where it's people to people, you know what? You know, inclusion has the benefit of making people like you really go out of their way to help others. And so uh, for me, inclusion is how others feel, truly feel when someone asks them about these things. Awesome. We get a lot of great answers but that's a that's a perfect way to wrap up this conversation our time together it's been a joy support for special chronicles comes from listeners like you as an independent public media podcast special chronicles will, will always be there for you now we're asking you to be there for us as a nonprofit independent media organization we can only make programs like special chronicles with listener support Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. Week on the Special Chronicles show is Natalie um, Banki Enko at Fox 32 News in Chicago in early 2020. Uh, well, let me go. We'll, we'll get to that when I bring her on. Um, but please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Natalie to the Special Chronicles show. Welcome, Natalie. So, yes, excited to have you. I think I might be a little frozen there, but hopefully the um, – oh, there we go. We're back. So, uh, as I was just saying um, – and we had we had briefly touched on this in the, in the pre-show that in early 2020, so just before COVID um, hit, and about a year and a half ago, um, uh, the um, before the, like COVID 19 and the global pandemic shut everything down, you visited me here in the Special Chronicles studio. Um, I think it was before I had a green screen, but because um, you did a story on my story and Special Chronicles and um, being an athlete in Special Olympics. And so now you graciously agreed to come back on where I could turn the microphone around on you. Um, and I think we had first met maybe a little bit before that at a holiday event um but um it's excited to, to have you finally on to kind of turn the microphone around and, and have you on this podcast yeah i am honored that you asked me daniel and i i was so inspired by your story i remember we were at a special olympics uh award dinner mm. and we sat next to each other and i got to know you and i thought oh and you know you told me about your travel overseas with um the special olympics and i thought i have got to share this man's story with more people because <laughs> i was just i was so inspired about you know when you're telling me about your mom's pregnancy and what the doctor had said and uh um, just the chances and uh, and the expectations, and you have beyond exceeded those. And yeah. so, I wanted more people to to know about that. Yeah, thank you. So, if our listeners want to go and watch that, um, specialchronicles dot com slash fox thirty two Chicago will take them to that story, right? Yeah, exactly. That'll be the link that'll take you to the store. You can see behind the scenes, a little glimpse of Daniel's apartment as well, if yeah. you're interested yeah. in that. And um, and a picture of you as a baby, yeah. I believe, yeah, as yeah. well. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. 
Our guest this week on the Special Chronicles show is uh, a returning guest, uh, John Moway, who is an Emmy-winning television producer uh, from the new Peacock original series, Bone for Business. And a few years ago, and John was a previous guest on this podcast about uh, the Emmy-winning docuseries, Bone This Way, and the documentary, Death Out Loud, and now he graciously agreed we tone as a guest on this podcast for an engaging conversation about his new television series, Bone for Business, that is streaming uh, now for free on Peacock. And so please, please, well, please put your virtual hands together as we welcome John. <laughs> welcome, John. Welcome back. Happy to be here. And um, I so the, I, I I forgot when the last time that 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 you were on the sure well I'm happy to be here Daniel um, yeah I think from the start of our company Butamura we were always interested in telling stories of communities that have been marginalized communities that have not been featured regularly or fi- on film or television um, and so obviously born this way was an example of that. Uh, uh, the cast members all having Down syndrome, all at that unique point in their lives where they had been raised to be independent, and they were taking their final steps towards independence. Um, it was a it was a very relatable story and uh, an important story, particularly for um, people in the Down syndrome community because they really were the first generation that were raised to be independent. This new series, and tell us a little bit bit about the backstory of how Bone for Business came to be when you started filming it, and a little bit about how how you came um, to produce this new series. Sure. Well, it's actually one of the most unusual stories I have of how a television show came to be. I was a, a panelist at Real Screen, which is a TV convention, and I was talking about um, Born This Way and uh, about um, the show and about uh, the impact it was having. And after the panel, a woman came up to me and said, introduced herself and said she worked for Shopify, uh, which is um, a Canadian company that actually handles sort of the back process for uh, entrepreneurs um, online. He was a huge fan of not only born this way, but also going back to the real world. Mm. And she started talking to me about entrepreneurship in the disability community and how it is really for some people who are shut out of regular uh, jobs because of their disability, Mm. entrepreneurship can be an answer. Um, And we just started talking about it. And, uh, you know, a year later, we were shooting born for business. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. And we're back. Uh, if you, uh, I, 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 I'm sure you, a lot of those clips were really fascinating to listen to, and you guys just got a little small peek. But if you missed any of those episodes, um, if you go to the show notes in the description below, click on the, the link specialchronicles.com slash podcast full 60. That's specialchronicles.com slash podcast full 60. Uh, I put links to all the full episodes uh, of all these clips that you um, hold from Tim Shrivo, Lou, uh, Paula Conrad, Kathleen and Maui Shrivo's episode, uh, Oscar Muniz, Nelly Bonke, and John Moy. So once again, Tim was, was on our episode, uh, do I have those up? Uh, episode 418, Lou, the chief of sporting competition at United, was on episode 420. Paula Conrad, episode 422. Kathleen and Maui Shrivo, episode 445. Oscar was on uh, four, episode 448. Natalie was on 457, and John Moy was on 459. So all those will be in the description below. Um, uh, once again, if you want to learn more about our partner, our Special Chronicles, the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program, which is the, the nation's first energy efficiency education program taught by people with disabilities, uh, as, you, know, you can visit specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That is specialchronicles.com slash comrade. And if you want to help us uh, to fund our weekly podcasts and live stream shows, um, so we can continue to produce these audio podcasts and these live shows. If these live these live stream shows, if you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook uh, or Twitter Live, um, uh, it, it, it costs money for us to upload these shows and produce these live video shows. 
Uh, so if you want to help us so we can continue to tell empowering stories behind, behind the microphone to further our mission, which is giving respect and voice to people with special needs, uh, please support this podcast at uh, specialchronicles.com slash give. That's um, specialchronicles.com slash give. I've, uh, there we go. I've got that link right there. Specialchronicles.com slash give. The link will be in the show notes um, description below. Um, but when, if, if you can um, really join our computer community of supporters uh, and if you love this podcast and you want us to continue these weekly um, podcast episodes uh, please 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 go to specialchronicles.com slash give it goes a long ways um, you, you will help us uh, to continue to give a voice to, uh, to, to to give a voice and respect to those of us people with disabilities, those of us with special needs, uh, it, it, it goes a long ways. We um, can't do this work. We can't do this mission. We can't produce these podcasts without the support of you, our listeners. So uh, it, it, as we conclude, conclude this year, and if, if you're looking for um, any um, um, causes or organizations to um, donate at the end of the year, please, please, please make a gift today. Specialchronicles.com slash give. Uh, support this podcast uh, and, and support all, um, all, the, all the shows that we have on, on Special Chronicles. It goes a long way. And from the bottom of my heart and for all of us at, at Special Chronicles, we thank you so much for your generous support uh, uh, to um, uh, to um, donate. So once again, you can donate, uh, you can support this podcast and make, make a gift today at specialchronicles.com slash give That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And, uh, I hope that you all were winging the new year. Um, if you are traveling, um, these at the end of the year for these holidays and looking for some podcasts to, to listen to, um, then you can go to, uh, special goods, um, you can uh, just uh, look up Special Chronicles wherever you, you get your podcast and, and subscribe. Um, once again, specialchronicles.com for links to follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please, uh, you can leave your comments on our, on our Instagram page. You can tweet us. You can use the hashtag Special Chronicles, uh, and you can, really, you can join the conversation. And we um, really look forward to seeing you on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Specialchronicles.com is where you can go for links to follow us. And make sure to also subscribe or do what you, you do these podcasts. Subscribe or follow, wait, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, wherever where, where you get your podcasts. Just search for Special Chronicles, and you will find us. In a uh, and you will find this show, this podcast too. Subscribe to. In addition to listening to this audio podcast, if you want to watch the video version, you can subscribe to our, our, our channel on YouTube. Um, just uh, search for Special Chronicles, uh, or, or, or just go to specialchronicles.com and you can click the YouTube link to subscribe to our channel. Um, and you can also sign up for our newsletter on specialchronicles.com. Um, just um, click the um, sign up. Um, I think there's a little pop-up button that says sign up, and you can subscribe to our newsletter where you can get all updates. So if you not if you don't necessarily check the social media every day, then by signing up and subscribing to our, our, our newsletter, you will still get updates um, of our podcast, and sometimes we have exclusive updates uh, and uh, other messages that we send out to our newsletters or subscribers. So with that, I hope that you guys um, all um, uh, enjoyed this highlight, this 2021 best of episode, and uh, have a um, good um, new, new Year's Eve, and I'll see you Again, I'll see you in the, in the new year. I'll see you in 2022 um, with all new podcast episodes right here on, on Special Chronicles. Uh, we'll be, um, uh, we've got some, um, we'll, we'll be on the road to the 2022 USA Games with some new podcasts with an, an athlete from Illinois and the CEO uh, uh, of the 2022 USA Games will be on, on the show and, and some um, tons of other fascinating guests. Uh, so um, stay tuned. Uh, right here on the Special Chronicles show on specialchronicles.com, and I'll see you in the new year. And until then, remember, choose to include. Happy New Year. Bye.
this episode of the Special Chronicles. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles Shows Podcast. Visit SpecialChronicles.com to follow Special Chronicles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and don't forget to hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. Also, subscribe to our newsletter mailing list to sign up for updates and get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. Remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Subscribe or follow and wait and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, the iHealth Radio app, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, please share this episode and all of our podcasts with your friends and family. Help us grow our audience and uh, reach 5,000 downloads of audio podcasts and over 14,000 average monthly listeners. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week with exciting new guests. See you next week. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.